You are listening to Zero E Michigan with Carl Bloss and Larry Hudson. On this show, we try to explore and simplify what's happening with electric vehicles, energy generation, and zero emissions topics with a focus on our home state of Michigan. Together with our guests, we demystify topics related to driving electric in Michigan and how you can select, charge, maintain, and get the maximum value out of your EV. This podcast is sponsored by Consumers Energy and the Power My Drive program. Start your EV journey at consumersenergy.com slash EV. Learn EV basics like charging and cost savings. Then find your perfect EV. Partner with us for home charging installation. Get a $500 rebate on a home EV charger. Or get $10 a month simply for charging off-peak. Need more guidance? Talk to an EV specialist to help you through the process. Get started at consumersenergy.com slash EV. Welcome back to Zero E Michigan. Today, we do not have a guest lined up, and my co-host Larry is unable to join. So I thought I would talk about my recent Tesla Model Y delivery. I was a Tesla Model S owner since 2015, and when Tesla recently dropped their prices, I decided to go ahead and pull the trigger on a new Tesla Model Y. Not only was the price at a very good point, but also the vehicle was eligible for the 2023 federal tax credit. So I wanted to walk a little bit through that whole ordering process and the delivery process. And now that I have the vehicle, have driven it for the first time, just give folks who are not familiar with the Tesla purchase experience a little bit about how that works. Now, I took some video along the way. Uh, That's going to be an upcoming video on the YouTube channel. But for now, I just wanted to walk through the whole order and delivery process. Back in 2022, my in-laws bought an SUV from a dealer in Phoenix, Arizona. So we went through that purchase process, which reminded me of how painful that process can be. So in this case, we spent a little bit of time looking at the vehicle, looking at the features, test driving, but really the bulk of the time that we spent at the dealer was spent with negotiations and the price markup and even the post-purchase with all of the things that they had added on and we had to negotiate our way back out of them like the paint protection and floor mats and all these sort of things. And that experience kind of left a, a bad taste in my mouth So now let's talk about the Tesla ordering experience. I ordered the vehicle after the price dip. Tesla had taken the price of a base model Tesla Model Y down to $52,990. Now that's with white paint and really no other options, but I should say that they're well-equipped right out of the gate. We did choose the blue paint, which added $1,000, and I wanted a trailer hitch, which added $1,000. And at that time, the price limit for the federal tax credit was $55,000, so this fell below that $54,990. That has since been raised to $80,000, and subsequently, Tesla has raised their prices again. So again, the total before tax tags, everything like that was $54,990. I placed the order on January 13th, and the initial delivery date was estimated at that time to be end of February to end of March. One had to take delivery by end of March to take advantage of the tax credit. And everything was driven through the app. 
Uh, I did actually order it on the computer, on a desktop computer, not the app, but everything beyond that was driven through the app. In my case, I decided to reuse my existing license plate because I had sold my Tesla Model S. And at that point, you upload that information, you upload your insurance information, and all of the communications with Tesla is really done through the app. I kept tabs of the app on a daily basis. And at some point, the app said that the delivery would be before end of February. So the March was dropped. And then I did get an email communication from Tesla saying that they had a blue Model Y long range available, but without the trailer hitch, but they could add the trailer hitch at the dealership uh, for the same price. If you get a Tesla trailer hitch added at the dealership after the sale, I was told it was $1,300, but they were going to honor the $1,000 price to have it done at the dealership. So it kept my overall price the same. So I agreed to that. Once I agreed to take that car, I then received a VIN in short order. And at that point, Tesla says that your payment is due within 72 hours. Now, I was not financing. I was paying cash, so it made it relatively straightforward. Uh, I wired the money, confirmed that on the app, and they confirmed that they received the money. And at that point, it was just a matter of scheduling the delivery. In our case, we decided to schedule delivery on February 20th. So again, all of this was done through the app. So far, except for a couple of emails uh, related to taking the earlier car without the trailer hitch, everything was done on the app. So on February 20th, then we drove to the Grand Rapids Service Center. We live in Muskegon, so it's about a 40, 45 minute drive. And uh, I had been given instructions. There are videos you can watch on what the car delivery will will be like, what the car features are. Now, again, I've been a Tesla owner, so I know for the most part how things work. Now, things are a little bit different. My previous car had a key fob. In this case, the car is unlocked through the key card uh, and through the app. So then what happens is once you show up, uh, you were given instructions ahead of time that you needed to accept the delivery. So we pulled into the parking lot. We could see our vehicle. There was a sign on the dashboard visible from the outside that had our name on it. So we stood next to the car, uh, opened up the app, and then I pushed the accept delivery button on the app. And at that point, it told us that it needed about two to three minutes to connect to the car, but really it happened much quicker than that. So as soon as the app then refreshed, the unlock button was there. So I unlocked the vehicle, was able to get in it. The key cards were inside. So at that point, it was really just a matter of connecting the phone as a key. So the procedure for that, you need to unlock the car with the key card by placing it right in back of the cup holders next to the armrest. Uh, you then program the phone to use your phone as a key. So it uses Bluetooth. So we did that for two users. There was a folder inside the vehicle with two pieces of paper to sign. And those were then to be given to a Tesla employee inside the store. But other than that, there really was no interaction unless you had some additional questions. I did have one question about how does the trailer hitch cover come off? And so the employee showed me but we couldn't do it because we didn't have the right tools. But she said, basically, this plastic molding right here, you just pry it off, it's underneath there. So I didn't bother to do that. 
I did bring my own screwdriver and license plate because we were transferring the license plate from my existing vehicle. So we put that on ourselves. So really, we could have been in and out in about 10 minutes. Now, in our case, we took a little bit longer because my wife wanted to look through some of the features, set up her seat settings, set up her key card, set up things like Bluetooth, uh, Spotify, and all these sorts of things. So we we actually took more like an hour. We also walked around the car to look for you know, the infamous panel gaps or anything that was missing, which in our case, the car looked perfect. Again, we looked everything over to make sure we knew how to operate everything. But really, we once the key card setup is done and once the phone setup is done, you can drive off the lot. And I just think that that's absolutely amazing. So some first impressions from driving the vehicle for just about a week now. Uh, first of all, this car was made in Fremont, California, according to the window sticker. Again, we noticed no noticeable flaws in the manufacturing, the paint, everything looked beautiful. The car ran well, no rattles, no bumps, anything like that, nothing weird. I did notice that the car is very quiet compared to my previous Model S. So I think the double pane windows and some additional sound insulation is really, really good. The seats are very comfortable. When I originally ordered my 2015 Model S, there was an option for the executive seats. I did not choose those. I actually like the original seats, but I have to say the ones in the Model Y to me seem even more cushy and more comfortable. Now, obviously the Model Y has a ton of space. It has a subfloor compartment and so plenty of storage space. Uh, really laid out for storing things. There are cup holders in the back, which my old one didn't have. Uh, the storage space in front is a little bit different because it's now no longer at floor level. Uh, there are some other features. I won't bore you with all the details. I'm sure you can look those up on reviews. The other thing that I noticed is that the efficiency is so much better than our Model S. And I believe that's because our vintage, the 2015 Model S, had induction motors only. And the newer vehicles have permanent magnet motors. I'm sure there are some other efficiency improvements uh, such as the heat pump. And in the first week of driving, which included a quite a bit of highway driving here in Michigan around the freezing point, I was getting right around 305 watt hours per mile. Or if you flip that upside down, that translates to more than three and a quarter miles per kilowatt hour. So for quite a bit of highway driving with the heat on, that's pretty impressive. The range has been outstanding. We took a day trip on Sunday from Muskegon to Ludington along the shoreline with a little bit of extra driving. I didn't even charge the car to 100% and came back home with 30%. So we didn't even need to charge while we were out. And that's pretty unusual compared to my older vehicle. Again, no issues. We were up in Ludington. There's a supercharger. And so I could have easily charged for a few minutes uh, to top up the range. But in this car, I didn't even have to. The other thing that I noticed is the one-pedal driving is a little bit different. This car will actually come to a complete stop. The Model S I had previously would go to about three miles per hour, and then you needed to activate the friction brakes. And I believe this is partially a feature of the full self-driving. You know, the car needs to be able to fully stop on its own in an automated fashion. So I find that very pleasant. Uh, I drive a Chevy Bolt EV 2019 for my company car. And in the 
low mode, so drive and low, it has the same feature. And I really, really appreciate not having to tap the brake at all during normal driving. Compared to the 2015 Model S, everything is a la carte. So things like the premium connectivity, the home link for the garage door opener, the enhanced autopilot, uh, supercharging, uh, all those are extra. On the 2015 vintage car that I had, and I think this is partially because it was a promotion, all those things were included, and I never had to pay a dime for supercharging, for premium connectivity, uh, anything like that. So this is something I'm going to have to pay for now. Now, considering that the vehicle is already $2,000 more expensive now, uh, I can get a lot of premium connectivity for that price. I believe it's $99 per year. Uh, the home link really isn't necessary. I have an opener, and there is also a way to connect the MyQ type system. So there are multiple ways to open the garage door without that feature. The voice commands are much more responsive. Again, not really a surprise. The technology has moved on both from a hardware and a software standpoint. So overall, yeah, very pleasant experience. The buying experience, the delivery experience, and the vehicle itself is just absolutely phenomenal. I think this is going to be our road trip vehicle. I don't consider myself a just a Tesla-only fan. Our other vehicle is a Kia Niro EV, which we also love. And for what it is for that price point, also a fantastic vehicle. But I think Tesla has really, really knocked it out of the park with the Model Y. And it's not surprising why this is one of the best-selling EVs out there. That's it for today's show. So I hope you found this useful, particularly if you're not a Tesla owner or you want to know how the delivery process goes. I will be putting together some video footage of the delivery process itself and go into a little bit more detail. But until then, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. And we'll see you next time. If you enjoyed or learned from this episode of Zero E Michigan, please subscribe to us on your favorite podcast platform. Visit our YouTube channel for other related videos at youtube.com slash at the number zero E dash Michigan.